Some people take the straight path in life. But at Arizona State University, we respect your twists and turns. They make our online students more driven to excel in their professional lives. That's why our personalized suite of services empowers you with innovative resources and staff that sticks with you. Make your next turn with one of our 300-plus programs at ASU, number one in innovation for nine consecutive years. Visit us at asuonline.asu.edu to learn more. The last word on business. With Fitzgerald Power, providing tailored accounting services to meet your business's needs. Fitzgeraldpower.ie So Ian Guider from the Business Post is with us and you told us yesterday what was in the Grant Thornton report about RTE's Toy Show, the musical. But how has the RT chairwoman, Shuni Rally, uh, defended the RT position today? Well, she has come out and said, look, these, these issues that went on with the Toy Show musical, they weren't brought to the attention of the board and these deficiencies and all of the things that went on with the Toy Show, this should never have happened. And they have put in places, place processes so that they won't happen again. And she points out that there was not a proper interrogation of some of the details of Toy Show the Musical because the information wasn't provided to the board. That's despite the fact that this was a multi-million euro show that was being put on in the convention centre. Oh, I'm sorry, did they know it was going on? Because they if they knew it was going on, surely they should have been asking questions this is as a, to why it was going and this on. Is what com- this is what comes across in the report from the unnamed directors on the board who are quoted saying, look, we felt it was a fait accompli that all of these things were decided upon by the time it went to the board. That by the time they were announcing they were having the show in the convention centre, the contract with the convention centre was already signed. That by the time it emerged at ticket sales in July 2022, five months before the show started, 72 tickets were sold, but they were told it's all positive and we'll increase the spending on advertising and promotion to get more tickets in. This is unacceptable in any company whatsoever, but given the wider scales of problems in RT, this is the least of it. And there are accounting issues here, which in any other scandal, Matt, would be a huge problem. You we see here that revenue was booked from advertising that PRT had, had sold spot advertising and that was then marked down in the toy show as commercial sponsorship. Now they say, look, from an accounting point of view, this is not proper generally agreed accounting principles. This is an actual scandal, but it's somehow seen as, well, it happened in the past. The board members weren't given this information and they didn't know about it and we won't do it in the future and therefore it's all just fine and we apologise and we'll move on to the next report which we will get on the voluntary severance schemes and who did what. Look, none of this is normal, Matt. RTE is a company that receives $340 million a year, a year in revenue and we had board members not knowing what was going on saying... Look, so how many of those board members are still on the board and are they going to resign? There are five Five members on the board. They won't be resigning, we're told. And Shuni Raleigh told in an interview with Brian Dobson on the News at One, a car crash of car crash interviews, that she is quite happy for them to be on the board. Again, Matt, we're normalising dysfunction at one of Ireland's biggest companies, and this shouldn't be the case. Okay, and there's more, of course, to come. They're probably going to turn up to explain this to the Public Accounts Committee. They are, and we've had various members of the different committees, the Media Committee and the Public Accounts Committee, saying they want to hear from RTE executives. Uh, Finnegan LTD, Alan, Alan Dillon, he's not happy at all with the explanations coming out today, and he is calling for those board members to resign. Again, Matt, all of this will get lost, this absolute scandal of the Toy Show musical. We were told in this report 26 people were spoken to, none of them are named, because, of course, that would be 
Against Natural Justice. Dee Forbes, the former Director General, was sent the report by Grant Thornton to comment on. She couldn't, neither could her solicitors, because she is ill. So we still haven't heard from Dee Forbes in the six months since this whole scandal at RTE broke. And all of this is just going to drag on. on. And the next report will have more of this apology from Shunni. But have we focused on the biggest scandal? The biggest scandal was the way in which people were employed by RT but kept off the books. I mean, if any other company did that, there would be uproar about it. But for a state company to get involved in bogus self-employment? Yes, and there are many people pointing out that the situation that left many of those people in was, well, they were on the hook for the taxes at the start of it. And many people were saying, well, listen, this has nothing to do with me. I was told by RTE I was not an employee of the company, even though I was in there for many, many years. But Matt, again, it goes back to something I said to you yesterday. They're facing a bailout of 60 million euro, an existential crisis, and we haven't had a single reduction in costs that they promised a number of months ago. What happened to the initial 40 redundancies that were being sought? We haven't heard a single thing at RTE, and you know what's going to happen, Matt. They'll be hoping all of this scandal dies down and the government will write that bailout cheque for them year. Well, presumably the bailout cheque is now guaranteed because Minister for Finance Michael McGrath has said there will be no change to the licence fee this year, no replacement structure. And given that the licence fee is bringing in 19, 20 million a year less than it's supposed to, Ergo, the government is going to have to write the cheque to make up the balance, isn't it? They are, and they won't bite the bullet and do what needs to be done because people don't want to pay a household charge, a broadcasting charge, or an additional tax on their broadband or mobile phone bill. The only way to fund RTE is through direct exchequer funding, and they don't want to do it, Matt. Okay, what's this about Ryanair buying houses? <laughs> no, they're not getting into the property development game. I think this is Michael O'Leary and Ryanair looking at their recruitment issues and saying the biggest problem we have in training staff at their big head office in Dublin where they've got a big training base is we can't get staff to live near the airport because the cost of renting a home is so expensive. So what Ryanair have announced today is that they are buying 25 new homes in a housing estate near the airport. It's called Fosterstown Place. There are 28 units on the site. They're all fine-looking homes. This this story is done by your colleague Killian Killian Woods Woods, in in a business post. Writing a lot of these really good stories. Yeah, but But will they get hit with this special stamp duty? I don't know, but I don't think Ryanair would have a problem paying. It's a very profitable company, but what they're saying is they're looking to provide high-quality but affordable rental homes to staff and when you think of it, this makes sense. There are other companies out there who are doing this, Matt. Google own a number of apartments down in Boland's Mill, which they say they're renting out at affordable levels to key workers. There's some other companies around the country providing accommodation and various types uh, of schemes to workers out there to get them in. If I were Michael O'Leary, I'd be snapping up more housing estates. They train and hire hundreds of cabin crew and pilots every year. They have to come through Dublin, many of them. And this is one way of keeping them close to the airport. It's only about two kilometres away from the Dublin airport facility that Ryanair have. So a bit of smart business. I wouldn't like to be negotiating a property deal with Michael O'Leary. Another story the Business Post had overnight, which is really interesting, is how the temporary chair of the Fiscal Advisory Council, who does not want the job on a full-time basis, which is an important point, has threatened to resign from his interim position because of the funding of the organisation, particularly the top job itself. Yeah, a really good story broken by Daniel Murray in the Business Post. And what the chairman, Michael McMahon, is saying is, look, the role of the chair of the Fiscal Advisory Council, it was meant to be two to three days per month. However, in reality, you spend a whole lot more time on it. Effectively, what will happen here is the 
the person who takes it on will be doing 96 days per year, but the rate at which the pay will go down substantially, it's currently pegged at an assistant secretary level in, in, the depart- in a government department which pays just under €700. Euro. That daily rate is going to be bumped down to just under €400, Euro, even though the person is going to be expected to work more hours. And the bigger point is that money actually doesn't go to the person. It goes to the organisation that employs them. So if you're a university lecturer, they get the money so they can employ somebody else and you can do the fiscal council job. He's pointing out that the reduction in the rate will mean that the people will be put off from doing this very important role. And that is bad for the country because the Fiscal Advisory Council, Matt, put together some really good reports on the state of the public finances and warned the government about the dangers. Saving a few cent but costing us how many euros? All this sort of thing is just making look to save money. Thank you very much, Ian Guide, our business columnist, with the Business Post. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. When you earn your degree online at Arizona State University, you get everything the nation's most innovative university has to offer. The same internationally recognized faculty, the same nationally ranked programs, the same degree. Learn more at asuonline.asu.edu.